Fit Podcast, where we chat money, mindset, and sometimes some muscles. Today, I am so excited to have you with us because you could be doing literally anything else. You could be climbing trees. You could be trying to turn into a pizza rat. You could be doing legitimately anything and everything, but you're taking the time, and I'm so, so thankful. I have Miss Brooklyn Roberts with us today. She is a top leader in one of the 35th fastest growing companies on the market right now. She is an absolute delight. She's an inspiration and I cannot wait for y'all to hear her story, her message, and feel so much hope come into your life just by hearing her. So without further ado, let's go. Alright, so today on the podcast, I have Miss Brooklyn Roberts. She is better known as Bank on Brooklyn if you're on the gram. She and I have, from very far away, known of each other for the last couple of years through social media training academy that we did. And she's really more friends with my friends, but I've watched her journey over the last couple of months as she's like re-existed into my life. And it has been a sight to see. She is one of the most empowering go-getters and determined person and she just freaking moved from Seattle to Florida on a whim. She wanted to do it so she made it happen. I am so excited to share y'all's story with her today. So what's a little bit of your background? How did you how did you get here? Tell me all the things. <laughs> Man that introduction I'm gonna just I'm just gonna literally hire you to walk around with me as as I make new friends and like can you just introduce me like that every single time I freaking love it. <laughs> I'm here so, for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, my story, it kind of depends where you want me to begin, you know, I, I've lived my life in so many places, so many careers, so many hobbies, so many points of interest. And I think it's, you know, because I've, I've been searching for a very long time, you know, where, where was my fit? Where would I align? And, you know, I don't believe that, that we ever get to a place where we're just perfectly fine being complacent and not moving forward. But my life has always been a series of, there's a test that I definitely something that serves me and then I you know move through it I work on it I grow and then there's a new test and it's gonna identify whether that still serves me you know <laughs> kind of reminds me of like foreign exchange charts that's uh, definitely a reference that maybe bots won't understand but I started my journey I don't know self-discovery personal development years ago right so like the person you see today that's just kind of like tip of the iceberg it's been been quite the journey not unlike yourself you know, working in a space of, well, I mean, sales for a long time. I mean, really everything that I've involved myself in has been sales from serving to bartending to nutrition and supplements when I was working at the gym, personal training, you know, juice bars. And then in, in banking, I went into lending sales. And over the past five years, I've built a career in network marketing. So I've always been in sales being in, you know, I know that this is something you can relate to because we talked about it before, but being an introvert, being being someone who had no confidence, being shy, it's been a very big piece of my journey to find that that voice that, you know, I want to share no matter what. And when you asked me to hop on this podcast, I was really excited because I love just getting out there and trying to breathe hope and show people that there's possibility that they don't have to just accept it is what it is in their lives. Like they don't have to accept being average. Not that, you know, an average lifestyle, minimalistic or anything like that is any 
anything to be ashamed of, but that we can always be growing and moving forward and increasing, you know, our self-awareness and improving ourselves to become the best version of ourselves, really reveal that inner fire, that inner passion. And so that's really, I mean, that's what I've worked, you know, for nearly a decade on, even though I didn't necessarily know, <laughs> I didn't know what that was at the beginning. Yeah, I love that. I definitely think that you are a hope dealer in a lot of ways. I hear that term thrown around about you because no matter what it is, you're looking on the bright side, you're seeing the positives, and I don't even know how you do it. Like, I like to think that I'm a very positive for everyone else person, but it's at your core, you are positively in the world. Like, you are ready to help, ready to go for it. As an introvert, how did you cultivate that? How did you go from being not confident on your own to leading a massive team, taking a new company, like, off to the races? Like, how has that changed you? That's a good question. And, and I wish I could lay it out in the blueprint, but honestly, it was doing a little bit every single day, right? So we always hear the phrase, consistency is key. But I think the piece to that that a lot of people miss is that it's consistently raising the bar that's key, right? Consistently raising the bar to a point where, you know, you're always growing exponentially, right? Because if I just only do the same things I've been doing for a very long time, I'll stay the same. It's, it's like going to the gym and doing the same exact workout with the same exact weights over and over and over again. You won't grow. You won't have any new results after, you know, a period of time where your body becomes used to it. So your mind and your life is the same, right? You have to kind of have that progressive overload. And so it's interesting that you say that that's at my core because I didn't start that way. I was very quiet. You know, I know you've heard the story before, but I literally was the person who would be invited to a party, immediately regret saying yes. Up Hours up until, you know, the, the event, just be questioning everything, questioning, you know, myself, my self-worth, everything, up into, you know, my, my outfit, what I was going to say, who I was going to hang out with, and just overthinking it constantly. And then I would get to the party, and the only comfortable space I could find was the food table literally, because I didn't want to talk to anyone. Like, I knew that if I was eating, I had kind of an excuse to be like, quote unquote, quiet. And so it just was never a space for me to ever really like spread my wings because while everyone else was having a good time, I was, you know, miserable. I just, I think over time, I got around people who had a different outlook on life than where where I was spending my time. And when you're around people with those higher vibrations, you kind of have no choice but to sort of sponge in some of that, right? If you're open-minded, if you're an open-minded individual, that's really all I am. There's nothing special about me or different about me than anyone else other than I'm open-minded and I'm willing to learn. I'm willing to try. And so I got around those people. And for me, that was getting into network marketing, right? When I started this industry, I didn't understand the business, the products. I didn't really have like a long-term vision with it. I just knew I needed a challenge. And so over time, I found myself putting things into my environment that made me better. And so I saw those results, right? It's just like when you go to the gym again i'm going to use a lot of gym metaphors here but we love the gym we we, we we love love the the gym gym. (laughs) the gym gets it the gym understands everything it's It's, the answer (laughs) it's our dojo truly it's my therapy yeah how you hanging in there right (laughs) but uh, a lot of push-ups i've done a lot of push-ups man (laughs) 
I'm gonna be swole when we go back. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be able to do some pull-ups for legit. Oh, I'm saying, I'm sure you've seen my, my variations that I, that I do, but you know, it, it's like when you go to the gym and you start seeing those results and what happens is little seeds are planted in your mind psychologically that say, oh, okay, I want more of that. I want more of that. I want more of that. And so you start to show up more and more for more things because yesterday's challenges don't feel like a challenge today, right? Yesterday, you know, whatever, figuratively. Mm -hmm. Then you get to a point where you look at yourself, you know, a year from where you were, it's 365% growth if you were just 100 or if you were just 1% a day on average, right? So that'd be days yep. you have an extreme amount of growth and there'll be days you don't have any growth. But if you just try and really average it out to 1% a day, not including compound interest from a banker's perspective, yeah. um, you know, in a, in a year you'll be 365% better. And so you can look comparatively to a year ago and it's a patient person's game. I understand that. But those who are willing to be patient and open-minded and trust that process, that's where you hear that phrase, trust the process, right? Is because if you can look at yourself a year ago and see how far you've come, all you have to decide is that you don't want to go back, right? You don't want to go back. I don't want to be in that dark place I was before. I don't want to be, you know, afraid to speak my truth. I don't want to be the, the person who feels so isolated outside the circle because I can't even, you know, speak up with any conviction for what I believe. You know, I like when people laugh at my jokes. It's not a validation thing. It's, it's an energetic, right? It's enjoyable to go be able to go out there and network and, and meet new people and learn new things. And so I look back now, you know, over five years ago, and I just see someone that I'm really, really grateful for. Thank you so much, former Brooklyn, for just having a shred of belief in yourself that you were open-minded enough to keep going through a lot of opposition, right? A lot of resistance. So I'm proud of you, but I never want to go back to that. I never want to be back there. I don't want to backslide. And so, you know, even when we have these little moments where things fall apart or we find out things don't serve us anymore, or we have to make a transition we weren't expecting or, you know, we lose something or someone or whatever, right? You know, you could go into the mindset of each of those situations, but in reality, the truth is it doesn't have to be a setback, right? It can really set you up to move forward because your past does not define you. It develops you. If I look back and I say, look who I was five years ago, all of that developed me every single experience. And I have a tattoo about it. A lot of people think it's a, a sorority symbol, but it, it is literally the summation of everything I've been through, everyone I've met, everyone I've, you know, got to spend time with, everyone that's walked out of my life, everything I've had, everything I've lost. It, that's the summation of me, of who I am. It's all these little micro pieces that create a macro personality, which is me, right? And I decide every single day how I'm going to emulate that into a beautiful collage of, of value. I love how focused you are on moving away from things that aren't serving you. I feel like we get so stuck in things that we don't even realize aren't serving us, things that are very comfortable, things that we have been doing, things that don't feel bad, but they no longer feel good. Can you speak into how you know when it's time to move on from what you're doing? How, what is like your thought process when you're like, I, this isn't serving me anymore. I need to get out of it. I think it's a lot of reflection, right? And, and reflection is something that it, it's like a muscle we build over time. And if we don't flex it often, it'll go, it'll get flabby and we'll lose that self-awareness. That comes from an, an interesting place when I say that because I have been through things. I've been through repeat situations of patterns, right? And I think we all have. I think we have things that we could look and say, oh, I did not learn my lesson the first time. <laughs> 
for the third time <laughs> or the second or the time or the third exactly right and so you know i think it's really about learning to build and tone that muscle and trust that muscle over time becoming more aware quicklier because you won't ever get to a point where you can sort of just like avoid every single trauma or painful situation that's going to happen it's going to happen right there are external things that come in all the time and if we if we shut our heart off to them that layer that we put around our heart will be the same layer that kills it right because suffocation is a real thing especially in love and connection humans need that right especially in belonging humans need that and so we're always kind of trying to look for a place for our puzzle piece to fit that's going to change as we evolve and the important part to remember is that not everything is going to serve you for the entire series of your life right sometimes things are just there for a season sometimes things are there for an episode and so the the thing that I've learned to do over time and I'm still not perfect at it right but that's something that I'm always trying to perfect and and you know flex as I go on is getting better at realizing that I need to detach from things quicker than I usually do that doesn't mean I can't love them that doesn't mean I can't celebrate them or appreciate them but if I'm so attached to something external and it chooses to move on or the universe or God decides to remove it from my life because it no longer serves close that door so to speak then I'll be devastated because I'll feel like it's being torn from me rather than that being something that actually serves me to walk away from it and if I'm too stubborn if I'm too attached if I'm too clingy to it then when it has to be removed forcibly (laughs) you know a painful situation has to arise again and again and again probably escalating to tell me that that's not my space that's not my path that's not my person which we've all experienced that right the the warning signs get a little bit more aggressive over time but we just keep ignoring them and we just keep it because but it's because we're attached to the thing right it's because we don't want to give it up we don't want to believe that it's not for us maybe we're attached to old memories maybe we're attached to the initial feeling of the connection with that thing maybe we're attached to something that it done for us but we can honor it and move on right we see that a ton in the network marketing space we see that a ton in the relationship you know dating arena we see that a lot in friendships we see that even with family where we might have to walk away for a little bit and then you know we can come back we can reconnect I think there's a really beautiful way of saying it and I heard it from one of my really amazing friends who's she's you know in a very spiritual place and so I think a lot of the time she just sees things from a different perspective but she said you don't you know you can sort of close that door so that your energy isn't leaking out of that door frame that open space but you don't have to lock right you don't have to lock it that if that decides to be something in your life again you know we're especially talking about people if they decide to elevate or be on the frequency that aligns with yours or make different decisions or they end up being part of your story again that's okay you have to lock the door but you do have to close it because the more doors we have open that aren't serving us and our energy is just flying out those open spaces we get drained I'm a projector type personality so I literally cannot spare energy that doesn't amplify energy I want to amplify because I don't really generate my own energy in and then I amplify it into something incredible and so I have to learn quickly to detach myself from things that don't serve when we're younger we have all these you know conditioning and pre-programming type ideas in our head and and one of the ones that I had for the longest time was that kind of behavior is quitting oh you're quitting that activity oh you're quitting you know this friendship oh you're quitting that job blah 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 blah. there's a difference between quitting because it's hard and quitting because it's not for you right and so so I think quitting has received this like kind of nasty connotation I know that's a tangent but it's a very big piece of the mindset behind why a lot of the time 
time we can't move on from a situation. I see it a ton in relationships. Oh, you're just giving up. Oh, I can't believe you'd give up. Marriages. It was till death do us part. That's a, that's a very difficult space to kind of promise somebody because I don't have a crystal ball. <laughs> I, I frankly happens. don't know. <laughs> I frankly don't know where I'm going to be, you know, in a year, five years, 10 years from now. And so for me, like I'm looking for a marriage that is very flexible, very malleable, very adapting. I'm looking for someone who wants to grow as well and have this level of communication where we can move through those things and understand, hey, if this doesn't serve anymore, rather than resenting each other, rather than doing things that are are vengeful against each other, even if that's not necessarily our intention, but that's what happens it would be better just to have the conversation that we don't serve each other in this way anymore. And so that's what I'm, you know, that's what I've been looking for. That's what I'm putting out into the universe. But it took me a lot of time to get there. It took me a lot of, you know, failed relationships, relationships of different levels, you know, from intimate to business relationships to very close friendships, being taken advantage of a lot. And because I poured myself in so deeply because I didn't want to quit, right? I didn't want to quit. I didn't want to give up. I didn't want to be, you know, weak so that I always just tried to overcompensate with a strong heart but it it actually didn't serve either party in the end because in a lot of cases I was giving fish rather than teaching how to fish or I was giving I was giving value energy that wasn't being received or appreciated and so it was a waste yeah I do see the idea of quitting being such a negative thing just so deeply embedded in us and that's why people stay in jobs they hate it's why being an entrepreneur is so scary and so amazing because because you've got to walk away from pretty much everything that you don't want to do. Being an entrepreneur, like definitely for us, is like regular nine to five jobs or whatever you were doing, like whatever companies weren't serving you. And being an entrepreneur, you're just like, that's not working for me. I'm going to make something work for me. I'm going to find what's going to work for me. And that's why I think right now in the way quarantine is, like a lot of people are realizing that they don't want to hate their jobs. Like they're not at work and they're like, oh, I could actually do other things. They're opened up to the idea there are other things that they quit on or that they could walk away and quit. And I feel like that's so, so important right now during quarantine with the world where it's like, if you want to do something, don't quit. You can just try. It doesn't matter what it is. You just have to try. Even if you fail and quit because it's not serving you, you tried. And I feel like that's where quitting is for me. It's like, well, you tried and it wasn't for you. So you quit you moved on, you looked for better. Right. Well, I think it depends contextually on what you consider quitting to be, right? So, I mean, why is there such a different connotation between quitting and retiring? For example, retiring is is typically associated with people who are older and we celebrate that. We celebrate people who retire, but we don't celebrate people who quit. Even saying I left my job versus I quit my job has a different connotation. And so I, I think, you know, that's just where the English language comes into a lot of conditioning and pre-programming and if you can kind of just give up the attachment to what those words mean and just understand that it means I'm not no longer in a space like I am no longer in a space that didn't serve me because I do believe that a lot of people like I'm not a job shamer whatsoever right so like I love entrepreneurship with all my heart I love network marketing because I think it's kind of like this micro environment of entrepreneurship that has a very low cost to entry and it doesn't so it doesn't require a lot of 
of risk. And it's probably the best industry in the world to have that accelerated personal development to the point where if you wanted to create some, you know, amazing, incredible brand or, or, you know, your own company or your own brick and mortar, you would have the foundation to do so with the personal development that this, this industry kind of empowers, right? But I'm not a job shamer whatsoever because I do believe that some people need them and I believe that some people want them, which for some people are like, why would you ever want a job? But some people really love them. Like I've networked with thousands of people over the last, you know, five years. And I mean, I've met a lot of people who really do love what they do, but it doesn't mean they don't want extra, right? It doesn't mean that they don't want another vehicle, especially, you know, leveraged or building their own vision. Because I think that's the biggest thing that appeals to an entrepreneur, anyone who sort of wants to think outside the box. And that's because rather than building someone else's vision, they're building their own. There's something really special in essence about that. And not everybody can do that, right? Some people need structure. They don't have the vision, but I'd like to insert the word yet. Because I think that everybody has a passion, maybe undiscovered, something that they want to input into the world, something that their soul wants to give the world. And they might just not know it yet, but being in, in network marketing has given me the wings and the space and the freedom to explore that. Because before I left, quit, uh, retired, whatever word you want to use from my nine to five, I didn't have the time or the freedom to be able to explore that self, that inner self. I didn't get to explore the things that I like doing. I didn't get to spend time pouring into who is Brooklyn? What does Brooklyn like to do? What makes Brooklyn happy? How can Brooklyn become a better person? That's simply a door that's opened because for four years, on top of working 76 hours a week, I also built a side gig in that network marketing space. And so that made me much better at time management, gave me more willpower, it gave me discipline. I'm not perfect whatsoever, okay? So that gives me hope and it gives me the belief to say that literally anyone is capable of this because I know who I was socially. I know who I was confidence-wise. I know who I was habit-wise. I know who I was belief-wise. In every single box, those scores would have been zero. Zero, 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 zero. There was this tiny box at the very bottom. You want to think about the fine print. And it said open-minded. And all I needed was a one, right? All I needed was a one. I didn't need a 10 there. All I needed was a one. I just needed a shred of open-mindedness because over time, that's the box that I cared the most about growing. And then every other box started to increase in score. And with that scorecard, I can go accomplish anything, anything I want to. So I'm truly limitless. And, and that's been accelerated for me because I poured myself into an industry that put me in that environment and showed me something, opened my eyes to something that I can't unsee, that I can't let go of. And so if I, if I were to whatever, move on, leave, quit, retire from a piece of it in order to go seek my larger purpose or whatever, I wouldn't even consider that quitting because to me, that would just be being in the best vehicle so that I can actually fulfill what fuels my soul. When it comes to network marketing, there's a lot of people that hate on it and I really don't care what any of them have to say. If I hadn't discovered network marketing three and a half years ago, I have no doubt 
that I, I was a raging drunk. I was just so deep in drugs and I invested the money to join a business instead of going to the bar. And over the next couple of years, that business and the people and the self-development that I got into got me sober over a year. People who rag on network marketing because they think it's too salesy don't understand the personal development with a compensation plan that comes with it. You will learn more about yourself if you try actually commit to your company and to your business and to your vision. You will learn more about yourself in six months than you will the rest of your life up to that point. Like network marketing will connect you with people who want to see you shine, who are there for you no matter what. And I don't even care what company you're in. There's all sorts of different companies, but the people who are in network marketing, they actually really care. Like they want, they want to see you succeed and you're going to make friends for the rest of your life. I am so thankful for network marketing in any way, shape or form, because it does give you the confidence. It teaches you how to talk to people. I'm such an introvert. The idea that I would post anything on social media ever was so insane to me. And now I'm like, oh, I talk to all these people every day and I have friends around the world and I move a lot and I make new friends. That would not have happened four years ago. That would not have happened. And I'm just so thankful for the industry. And I'm so thankful for moving through the industry as I have, finding a new company, meeting new people, and just being around people that care. It's so, so important. So if you don't think network marketing's for you, it might not be. It really might not be, but it won't hurt you to reach out to someone who's in it and learn some more about it. And honestly, Brooklyn is going to be one of the best people. If you've ever been curious about what network marketing could do for your life, she will speak so much truth into your soul and help you figure out probably what you even want in your life that you don't know about. It's that important. Network marketing is that freaking important. money community do you have? And I don't mean what kind of investments do you have? What banks do you have your money in? I mean your money community. The people that you go to when you aren't sure about something with money, when you want to celebrate a success with money, when you just need a better grip on your money mindset and some outside resources. What is your money community? Is it just Googling? Is it Instagram? Is it Pinterest? Are you already in a Facebook group? Is that Facebook group helping you? Well, I'm hoping that my group will be able to help you. It's called MoneyWorks. I just launched it. It's new on Facebook and it is going to be such a key resource. I'm going to have outside tips, tricks, budget tools, really anything you need under the sun to make money your friend, and just a really good community for us to hang out and ask the tough questions and celebrate the win. Not everyone's going to understand why you want to manage your money, why you want to get debt free. This is a community of money freedom, and I'm so excited for you to be joining with us. The link is going to be in the show notes, and I can't wait to see you there. I'm with you 100% because when I really think at the root of what this has done for me, it's not the money. Yeah, it provided peace of mind. I continue to do it for the money because it's created a lifestyle now where I don't have to go into a job that drains my soul, that is so toxic, that made me, you know, stand on the balcony in the evenings, drunk out of my mind, contemplating certain actions, right? But I do it because of what it gave me. 
it's too important not to speak up. It's too important not to show that to people. And one thing that I really focused on, especially with people that I personally enroll into network marketing, because I understand that understanding comes in stages, but helping them find their voice, helping them find their confidence, helping them get out of their comfort zone. That's how the scoreboard, that's how the scoreboard increases, right? Is helping someone step outside of their comfort zone and try things. And I, I can't do it for you. I can't do it for you. I can't want it for you. I will probably want it for you more than you want it yourself <laughs> because I'm a mama bear. But I also truly believe in helping you learn to fish versus giving you the fish because I want you to be the fisherman that can go out and just catch fish over and over again. I want you to be able to provide for your family. No matter what role you play in your life or in your household, where you're at debt-wise, where you're at financially. I don't care if you came Yale. I don't care if you came from jail. If you're somebody who has the heart to be open-minded and do things with integrity, then those are my qualifications for working with someone. They have to be coachable and they have to be willing to try. They have to be open-minded. And if we have those pieces, then we can make a pretty neat collaboration where you're going to learn more things about yourself and, and, and that you're, you're capable of more things that you than you even imagined because that's what happened for me. Someone opening their mouth almost five years ago completely changed my life. All they did was ask me to look at something they were doing on the side. I had just moved back from Seattle um, or I just moved back to Seattle from Calgary and, and I had no money. I had no time but they asked me to look at something they were doing on the side and it didn't matter why they were in the business because I saw what I saw for me and that, that's changed over time. The value of this industry in my life has changed over time because now I wake up and I'm fulfilled. I love what I do. I give people hope when for so long my career caused me to strip it away. It's a huge blessing to me to be able to help people through an industry that completely revolutionized what I think about myself. If I can give that to a handful more people who just take it and run with it, because I, I give this to people all the time, but if I can give it to a handful of people, actually run with it, there's no telling what we can accomplish together. I love it so much. So I will have your Facebook and your Instagram linked in the show notes and I like to just have my guests close out with whatever's on their heart say either like a fun story whatever you're thinking just a really nice close out message okay so close it out with something yeah close <laughs> take us take us home <laughs> man I'm a I'm a projector right so prompting helps yeah I just want to thank you for having me in your space having me on this podcast your baby that you're building to give value to the world and I I hope that your viewers I hope they heard something that resonated viewers sorry I hope that your listeners that your audience heard something that resonated it might not resonate today it might not sink in until you know tomorrow or next week or next month or next year but if there's something that you take from this it's that you were not meant to live an average life that doesn't move forward that doesn't provide opportunities for you to see that there's better out there too many of us too many of us are taking the answer from life, doctors, work, family, relationships, that it is what it is. It's not just what it is, it's what you make it. So I hope that that gives you, I hope that that feeds something in your heart that is that tiny little piece of belief that you deserve more. You are worthy of more than you currently have. And I don't care if you're the richest person. I don't care if you're the poorest person. I don't care if you have the most amazing friends around you. It doesn't matter to me what you already have, but just know you are always worthy of more. That's not greedy okay that's receptive of life's blessings so yeah thank you so much for having me on it was just absolutely a blessing
blast. And I always appreciate getting to conversate with people who have those like minds and want to put something into the the space that makes people open their eyes. Absolutely. I'm so excited for everyone to hear your story and get to know you more and they'll follow you on all the socials. And I'm just so thankful for you taking the time with me today.